0: Hi and welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to share this week's episode which is a little bit different than usual. It's actually a repost of an episode that I was uh, delighted to be invited to by Serua who's been on the podcast on episode 68, she's a human design coach and she helps people to understand their lives and their paths better with human design and reading the blueprint of your soul. So we had a beautiful conversation a couple of weeks ago and now she interviewed me on her podcast. So I wanted to share this podcast just to uh, give you an insight of who I am a little bit deeper, my path, how I've went from working in in a completely different uh, career into what I'm doing today. And her podcast is about identity and essence and truth and backgrounds and self-love and authenticity. And she helps people to unlock their potential by finding and claiming who they are. So she asks so many beautiful questions. I really wanted to share this episode with you so you can have uh, more insight into who I am and what I do. And I would love for you to check out her podcast as well, Identity with Serwa. And I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Let me know. And if you do have any comments or feedback you can connect with me on instagram or just leave a review on itunes it means so much to me so enjoy
1: hi everyone this is serva and you're listening to identity on today's episode i'm going to have you all tune in on my conversation with Sheeting Urbag. I'm really excited to have her on and super thrilled that she was willing to share her story on this podcast. You guys all know her from her page, The Law of Positivism. For those of you who don't know, Sheeting is a yoga and meditation teacher, a Reiki practitioner, a soon-to-be acupuncturist, and Chinese medicine practitioner. She has worked with channeling, healing, and spiritual awakening for many years now, Alongside holding a bachelor's degree in business and economics, she's also studying nursing science. She is on a mission to help others on their spiritual and healing path. Her new book, The Law of Positivism Live a Life of Higher Vibrations, Love and Gratitude, is a practical book guiding you through all the levels of being to help you grow on all levels and live your highest potential. I'm really excited for her book, and I know that you guys are too. Um, so without further ado, let's hear her story. Tune in. Good morning, or good afternoon in your case. Good morning. Hi.
2: <laughs> exactly. Good afternoon. Good evening soon here in Sweden. So, I, first of all, I want to just say thank you so much for coming on and for taking the time to speak to my audience and share your story with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really grateful to be here. I'm so happy we connected. Um, I will never forget, like as soon as my friend sent me your page and I was like, oh my God, this is a Kurdish woman in a Kurdish dress and she's spiritual. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh. I like it, it really connected with me and I felt like you were kind of like an expander for me. Mm-hmm. Um, giving my... You know, I like a see it to believe it kind of thing, because I hadn't met a lot of Kurdish people who were, you know, spiritual or doing anything similar to like what I wanted to do or in the realm of spirituality. And when I saw that, I was so excited. I was like, I have to message her. I don't know if she'll answer me, but I have to try. And you were so sweet and so humble.
0: Of course, um, and I'm also so happy that you reached out because I haven't connected with other Kurdish people in this uh, like world either in that way. But we are a very we have like this uh, ancestral lineage of mystics, so it's really yeah, it's it's time to come together as well and and to connect more and yeah, just share our stories as well. Yes. And I'm so excited to
2: um, hear yours. So without further ado, I want to know, like, how did this whole journey start for you? How did you become like where you tell us a little bit about yourself?
0: Oh, where do I start? I think, (laughs) you know, there's no time in my life where I can remember where this hasn't been with me. So it's really something that I've from an early age very early child had a lot of different experiences with like I started to to think back before we started talking today just think back like when did I you know as children we have such vivid imagination and and we're so open and then we forget about it but when I look back I can see that um I can remember those uh, um windows when they opened it could be uh, through dreams and dream paralysis when I was very small Mm -hmm. uh, young Uh, I also experienced um, like a a lot of like I was a very highly sensitive child from the beginning so um, it's something that I think when I got older I I I shut a lot of things off but then it came back uh, in my mid-20s so it's really I, I I can just say that it it was a path that I was always on I used to have, have like these out, outer body experiences when I was very young and how it felt was that I felt like uh, I felt sometimes disconnected from my body and just for a few seconds I felt like I I didn't know exactly why I was in that room in particular and what people were saying or where I was it was like a short like travel out from the body and then come back in so I I didn't understand it back then but now I understand it better so that it has been with me all the time Mm -hmm. and then in my Teenage years uh, uh, around the time when my grandfather passed away, so my grandparents uh, lived in Sweden, but they used to go back to Kurdistan and visit uh, I think through the, through the summers and uh, they went there one summer, and I remember that one night I was really. Uh, I couldn't fall asleep and I was really worried and, and anxious and I didn't know why. And I was thinking about my grandmother and my grandfather wasn't ill or like anything like big or anything that we were concerned about right then. And then in the morning, I didn't want to get up because I felt like something was oh was God. strange with the energy. I, I was I, I really had like a knot in my stomach. And then when I woke up and, and they had received news that my grandfather passed away in Kurdistan, actually. Um, and it, that opened my consciousness so much. I really got proof that we're so much more than our physical body and that we have so much higher senses than what we think that we have and um i my own faith started to uh grow a lot around that time
1: mm-hmm. and
0: i i was also as a teenager very interested in like always in mystical books and um also very introverted at that time and i used to love to read Paulo Coelho's uh, books and you know the Alchemist but also all the other ones like for years now I've been I've been reading his books and and I used to read them only in English because I wanted to um, yeah just enhance my own English as well so that that stayed with me for many years I started getting into astrology I think when I was 20 21 maybe um, and it all came naturally in that way. And um, my main focus, my main focus and job, was always in business and IT. But on on my like free time, I was always like getting into reading these types of books and and watching documentaries and and um, I think I had a, a, my greatest shift uh, two thousand and twelve. Mm-hmm. and that was when, I feel like that year was when a new chapter in my life began, and there, there was a lot of things that were happen, happening energetically 2012. For you. Uh, yeah. yeah, and in the world as well, if we look at the Mayan calendar, there was a big shift, um, and um, so December 2012, I actually ended up going to Two, three months after that, I ended up going to Mexico. And it was so powerful to be in a place where the the Mayans had created these amazing pyramids and such vortexes there and and energies uh, like centers. So uh, everything made sense. So I think a lot of shifts happened then to start peeling away the layers of who i thought i was so just deprogramming myself and i went through a state where i really, i would say I, it was all, almost like living in a monastery but not really i was still in the world working but i became very focused inwards, and and there was that was also a very tough time it's not easy to have an awakening experience. It's really, uh, you have to go into the underworld. The, what you can read in the myths, like you go into, the, these goddesses go down, they descend down. And it's that's also important on this journey to descend before you ascend. And then you can descend again. It com- It goes in cycles. So that's when I started really shifting my mind, my thoughts, my self, my life, everything. And 2014, I created Love Positivism as a a platform just to share what was coming through me. A lot of it was in the beginning affirmations, but also uh, sharing a lot of the spirit science that I was getting into and trying to just share what could help others on their path so that was a very long time ago and since then it's still been a deep journey and every year has has helped me open up another layer and um and giving me more challenges and opportunities to to grow from those challenges and now i a year a year and a half ago i started the law of positivism podcast where i'm like interviewing amazing guests like you to mm-hmm. share their story and their path and their work because i think it's so important to uplift each other in this community and that we're all kind of on the same mission but doing it in different ways and now my like my dream has really come true because I have just written a book that's called The Law of Positivism, Live a Life of Higher Vibrations, Love and Gratitude. And that compiles everything that the whole, my journey is in there as well, a little bit deeper. And it's a really practical book that will help the reader to start working with the mind like what I did back then nine years ago when I started to observing my thoughts, starting to meditate um, and also working with our emotional body, our emotional layers, working with ancestral healing, working with healings on all levels, and then creating also relationships that are healing and uplifting with yourself and with others. And yeah, it's a really practical book with a lot of exercises and tools um, to help on your path.
2: I'm so excited to read this book.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
2: uh, no, i am That's amazing. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. I'm sure it's, there's so much in there. Like, I, I'm really
0: excited for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was really... In, I would say that all most of my work is channeled because um, I've always had the like we can channel in different ways, um, but I've always had that writing channeling. It's it's been with me since I was very young. So just letting things flow through me. So I'm I'm just um, opening up to the universe, to, to uh, help me communicate what is needed for each person that is going to read the book and that what they need, even if it's a small seed that will be planted to help them create more change in their life, living more in gratitude, living more in love and raising their own vibration and frequency. Wow, that's
2: beautiful. <laughs> So when you, um, when it was after your grandfather's death that you felt like you had your awakening, did you feel like you hit rock bottom? Like how did the change of like, are you still in IT and um, in the corporate world? Or did you feel like you were pushed to come out of it so you could do something like this and make that your full-time priority? Like how did that transition of you, like being who you were told to be and then, kind of like letting that go and becoming something else. Also, I want to know, like, this is for—I'm <laughs> so curious to know. Did you feel a lot of resistance with family, with friends, as you were mm-hmm. in your transition um, and your becoming?
0: Yeah, really great questions. Um, I yeah, so I I really had in. In my life, I've always loved studying, that's why I'm continuing studying new sciences and everything. So it's something that came natural to me, and I really loved it. but i was I was really young when I decided to get into the business world. so i I, I studied business in high school, i I studied business in university, I started working in a bank really early like I was 19 or 20 when I started um I got my like what I thought was my dream job Mm -hmm. when I was it was yeah it was like 2012 so I was 24 and that's when I got that when I reached my end goal which that job was my like dream what I thought I I could have worked like 10 more years to get that job and then realized that this was not happiness but yeah when I got that job and I got there I was it was really transformative it was in Ireland in Dublin and that island has really such an ancient history uh, Ireland and um, I think that unlocked like that uh, energy that is in that country and in that city really unlocked my shadows and also, yeah, started questioning everything. So, but I continued in this field of work for a couple of more years until I decided to, um, throughout my, my time working with this, I, I started educating myself, becoming a yoga teacher. I started Uh, educating myself and becoming uh, a Reiki healer um, and traveled a lot around the world so it it was also enabling me to do all of these things Uh, but I was there came a time where I couldn't uh, I couldn't let all of my days go like all my hours my energy was put into that job and There came a time when I said, okay, now I'm going to, and it took like two years of thinking and, and like really contemplating on this and giving it time. Um, And then I decided, okay, so let's start with uh, an acupuncture training, traditional Chinese medicine. I love it. And I'm just going to try it out. And I was still working and, After two years of that, I felt like health was something that is um, really important to me on all levels. And if I can make a change, not just with individual patients, but also on a global scale, um, I'm really passionate about women's health. Uh, All of this made me continue with, with my acupuncture education And then um, also study nursing science. Uh, So I've been doing that for one and a half year. Mm -hmm. And it's really amazing to learn about the body from a a scientific point of view. And at the same time, learning uh, from a Western point of view. And then learning it from an Eastern perspective and understanding the body from like... How it correlates with nature, with the elements, with the universe, like everything and yin and yang, and um, so it felt really natural. And I'm really happy that I made that change. And I took my t- and through that change, I, I could also focus more on the work I'm doing with love, positivism, and the book and all of that. It would have been really hard to do that if I was working full time. And to the question about how people around me uh they were so my parents were super supportive uh most people react positively especially because I'm also I chose to uh, further my education and there's no education that is not good to have if we're not educating ourselves and learning then what are we doing are we supposed to do the same thing our whole lives I don't I don't believe in that. I think in 10 years I will be doing something new. So I'm really, uh, I really follow my intuition. When I, it's like, I don't have, um, I don't even have a choice because if I'm not following what the universe is guiding me to do, it always ends up so much harder and like walking against a stream. So it's really and what i've also seen if when people have acted um, or reacted with surprise or like a little bit questioning my my choices what i've seen in them is how much inspiration now they have gotten from my because it takes strength and, and courage to change path and i was really scared like how how what will happen and everything i've built and all of this but it's all an illusion it's not real we think it's real but it's just like uh like a game and we can change the game whenever we want so i just see that i could enable others to take um chances to go against the norm yes you have educated yourself in this and you work with this you're really good at it but it doesn't mean that you have to do it for 30 more years. You live now and you need to do what feels right in your heart because I've taken choices and not listened to my heart and that has not ended up well. So it's really important to, to listen within. I'm always asking for guidance. I use prayer I, to, to be guided because I trust that there is something much grander to life than what we think
2: i love that i really really love that you hit it on the nail um Mm -hmm. my own personal experience was exactly like yours and i'm still in the process of transitioning and finding out what my niche is um just recently i decided to go back to school because i think my whole life i've been a therapist but i've been in denial Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know i I wanted to go do sales and I wanted to stay away from helping people because, you know, when you're an empath, and I wouldn't say I'm a natural empath, but I have the ability to sense people's feelings and I know how to make someone feel good. Mm -hmm. But that comes with a lot of responsibility. And there are times when I feel like I overgive and I think that I feel tired physically and mentally and it's just for me it's like I'm still in this process and then finally like I realized no matter where I go the universe is gonna make me take this path and maybe I signed up for this you know maybe I just need to surrender and just listen so just recently yeah. I, I decided um, you know what I'm gonna take the path of learning and to be of service and to finally become um, what I've been this whole time. Uh, But now I'll be licensed, hopefully, um, Mm -hmm. as a therapist. But like you said, if you don't follow your heart, if you don't follow that guidance, it really does become more difficult. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I've definitely run against the stream many times. So I love that you said that, that if you just follow, it's a lot more with ease. Mm. Um, okay it's crazy but tell us tell me a little bit about the gifts that you have because I'm curious to know like uh, <laughs> I know you're all you're always writing it in your page like about clairvoyance claircognizance what do you mm. feel like yours yours are
0: so I think I've always had the the inner knowing uh, and and there's so many different senses that we have it's so layered and it's much more complicated than we think because you can like I've experienced clear audience for example Mm -hmm. Uh, I've experienced it as maybe once or twice as really clear hearing someone speaking uh, and guiding me like really clearly like how I hear your your voice but still in a different state of consciousness and then but there's also like hearing frequency and vibrations that's a different way of hearing a presence or a download we, we don't know exactly what it is but um, but I, what what I've always had is, is empaths are th- that's something where, where you can really feel into someone's energy field Uh, I've always had that and 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 knowing like when you just know certain things um, and it's really it makes sense to you but maybe not to someone else and that you can understand others beyond their words so sometimes it's like you get information about someone uh, it doesn't have to be details but it's like a just a like an energy that it doesn't happen all the time but sometimes you can really um, get that clear picture of that person but I've done some uh, mediumship training mm-hmm. and um, I've not not a lot at all um, I've just let that happen naturally but I've When I have connected to the spirit world, the way I connect is through imagery. So I can see within my mind's eye what they are communicating. I don't see it with my physical eyes. Um, And um, I think that together with just the ability of... Now that I'm, for example, uh, internshipping, interning at the hospital, um, I feel like um, I can channel in healing on a different um, level than, let's say, what what uh, the uh, the traditional medicine uh, can do. So I think healing has been. Definitely. And that's why, like you said, like people come to you because when you're a healer, you don't even have to call yourself a healer or work as a healer. You can, in what you do every day, you can create healing space. You can pray for healing for others. Everyone can do that. Um, You can be very intentional in the meeting with someone doesn't matter who it is that i i sit here with you because i want to help you heal and it doesn't mean that you give from your own energy it's just that you can uh, channel the source energy uh, and just just create the the um, path for them to start their own healing in some way and sometimes that doesn't have to do with any words we have patients that don't communicate, but I feel like sitting there and acknowledging them, then it's, it, it can create shifts within their energy field. You know, the, the, uh, if you watched uh, this, I, I love this documentary, What the Bleep Do We Know?, I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't, no,
2: but I have to put that on my list. Okay.
0: Yeah, I saw it actually in California when I was there for a year studying and it, that really shifted my consciousness. Uh, just the, the fact that science has proven that an observer of something can shift atoms. It can shift, it's like, you know, quantum physics, so if you're observing something a plant or something it will act differently than when you're not observing it so what happens when you're what you have an intention when you're sitting with someone or talking with someone what happens to to that um that person Um, and what happens to you when you have good intentions for others And what happens when you have good intentions for yourself and you love yourself. So I think those things are really, um, what I've been able to hone. Yeah.
2: Wow. That's amazing. Um, gosh, I have like a million other questions. (laughs) Uh, I just feel like you're so interesting. You're, you're like such a vault of knowledge that I, I'm like okay. So, do you see chakras? How does like your healing, like for you, healing someone? Can you also see that they're sick? Um, did, how does that, like, did you feel the more you helped people, the more brighter and more aligned you were with your purpose? Did it alter like your life in a way? Sorry, if mm-hmm. like so many questions coming at you. <laughs>
1: yes. No, I love yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I mean, all of this when i started this work it it really shifted and just connecting with people uh, and and words can be healing too so my my only intention with my instagram account was to help if i if i could help one person one day to have a little bit more positive thoughts about themselves or life or Uh, just feeling a little bit better then my mission is accomplished and sometimes we can work with that on a global level just by shifting our own energy but i i think with healing um i the healing path was firstly to heal myself Mm. and and it's really hard to heal others or help them heal, because we don't truly heal others. We just facilitate so they can heal themselves. It's like a wound. The body heals itself, right? It's not a, a cream you put on it that it it heals that wound. It's still the body that heals it. So um, I think from... From for me the healing I think comes from, um, how I can I can't see chakras unless I I would really meditate and uh, I've done this for me when I do distance Reiki healings I can tap into much more than it's not just giving healing I can tap in sometimes I've tapped into chakras I've tapped I've seen imagery of things that symbols um, and also sometimes spirits that want to communicate Um, it sounds really it when you hear it when I'm talking about it it sounds really huge and and like like a like a movie, it's, it's so s- subtle, it's really subtle. It just when I quiet myself and tune into a, an energetic level, it just comes and it feels almost like a dream, so it's really subtle. It's not like things appear and I have these you know, like what you see in the movies and and all of that. It's really subtle, and I make sure to write everything down right after, otherwise. It's like with dreams, you know, when you dream, you write it down and to remember it. So yeah, and something that my, a dear friend of mine, who's a psychic, has told me, because I have really deep dreams, and she said, um, she said, "You're a dream medium. Uh, the dreams can be are really guiding me. It, it, I have a lot and vivid dreams about sometimes about places that I've never seen uh, people I haven't seen. And the dreams, when I dream about someone, I always make sure to tell them, even if I haven't talked to them for five or 10 years, I tell them I dreamt about you. This was what came up like. So yeah, the dreams are really important tool as well. Wow. um, This,
2: I just got goosebumps because sometimes I have vivid dreams where I can see the future. And Mm -hmm. one time, like two years ago, I saw an entire year of my life because I was going to psychics a lot. And I really wanted to know what the future held for me. This is totally a side note, but I remember having a dream and um, the person in my dream was like, you want to know so bad here. And it showed me one year of my life and I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, that was, that was crazy. And I ignored it, but then all those things happened. And I realized the moral of the story was, even if I can see the future, I can't really alter it because it will happen to me no matter what, (laughs) like, even Mm. if you make, like, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. Mm. Yeah. um, Yeah, I do have like
0: intense dreams like that. It's crazy that you said that. Yeah. yeah it's it's good to listen to them write them down and and uh, see the pattern and I think the one thing that we we love to control life and we one one way of controlling it is uh, to try to predict things and the if life was always predictable it was wouldn't be what life is now and it wouldn't be this level of surprises that shift us it would be very um just like a a straight path that that wouldn't evolve us so it can be nice to hear from a psychic reading sometimes or an energy healing what is going on for you right now what do you need to think about i think that is Uh, And sometimes maybe we want to know things that are bigger events in our lives, but usually we can't control it. And just the knowledge of it might change your energy more into it or more out of it. So it's really about understanding yourself in the present moment. And from there you create the future.
2: Yeah. Beautifully said. Thank you for that.
1: Mm.
2: So I want to ask a few, like last few questions is how did you feel? Cause like my focus was like entirely on identity and finding yourself. And Mm -hmm. it seems like you've kind of like, kind of knew that you were interested in this path and you kind of evolved knowing just unwrapping and uncovering who you really were. How, like if somebody were to be, to be confused and questioning, like how, what would you say they should lean on? Like what tool would you advise or what what advice would you give to somebody who's searching and looking or just like mm. in the process of questioning their identity and who they are, their purpose?
0: I think it all starts by, so in yoga, we, we say that we c- close our senses and go within that's a practice of yoga as well, beside like the physical practice and the meditation. It's about to leave our physical senses. And when we do that, we, we also realize that there is nothing outside of us. Like everything is within us. And maybe we can start doing things that are outside of us that help us to, to find that path. But I think it all starts with working from within. That's why my book is constructed in the way it is because I, I, it all starts with the mind and it all starts with your energy, your emotions and also uh, what has led you to where you are today and what has shaped you for the positive or maybe that has been uh, more challenging. So I think that start having your own practice um, to give yourself time. For me, it started with the practice of self-love actually a lot Um, because what I was missing mostly was just like, how can I take care of myself the most and firstly and, and accept and love myself fully and not... Like, when we stop, start doing that, we can really create um, better relationships with everything in life. And when we ask for something, if something is feeling really tough or it feels like we, we're, we're really confused or we don't know what to do, and I really, in those moments, always t- turned... You know, we what we can see is with our eyes. We can see the sun, the moon. We're on this uh, like planet that is in an ever-growing like universe, and we have no idea. We don't know what, what what is the meaning of this constellation of the like. We we, we actually don't have a clue of anything, really. <laughs> So I think starting like with small steps and always ask if you really believe that there's something more to life you can always ask whatever it is like I I loved in the beginning I worked a lot with angels and that energy we don't know what it is exactly we can we can describe it in different ways or we can work with uh conversing with God or source or whatever we want to. But when you ask, I really seen that it it's really received. Um, you can always get your answers and they can come as thoughts or just subtle messages or you see signs and symbols. So when you when you shift your focus from that which is outside of you all the time and what you're trying to create as a human being and you work from your soul it it starts to unfold but it it's not a path that will like solve everything because you always have something that you can work with and that's what life is i i see it like that anyways and you can get glimpses of bliss and 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 these um yeah just insights of Eternity every once in a while, but we don't know anything until we until we work from within
2: wow beautiful, absolutely beautiful um, mm-hmm. you're right uh, it is like you said it 's not life altering but there's still work um, mm-hmm. I, a lot of people think that if you 're spiritual, you need to have it all together and i you know, I want it to be like, you know, we're still human. <laughs> exactly. yeah. We still have our own struggles. And I think like with someone like you who has such a powerful platform, I'm sure that a lot of like expectations are put upon you, but you know, you have
0: to go inwards as well. Right. Mm. Yeah. And I've always like tried to share even if i'm i'm not sharing everything daily about what's going on in my life everything that i'm sharing i'm also sharing because i need it so it's not like i'm i know everything and now you just have to do everything that I, that i'm writing about no the opposite i'm learning myself and we can't put that pressure on ourselves that we're like otherworldly beings that that <laughs> don't have like human lives human sorrows human anger irritation imbalances uh, we all are experiencing all the same emotions and that was actually a really important message that I got the first time I did a past life um, regression was that we all have we all experience the same emotions i know it's it's when when you hear that it's like of course we do but i didn't really understand it until that moment that we're all experiencing that's one thing that we have the most in common that we're all experiencing these different emotions on dif- in different stages of life and i don't think that it would be doing anyone a favor to act like everything in life is always perfect because then we're creating a like an image of of how life, what we think that life that is perfect should be. But life is always constantly balancing up and downs and we, we go with nature. So the moon shifts all the time, the sun shifts every day. So... Nothing is really constant. We can we can have a certain state for time and then it changes. We have to accept that.
2: Hmm. What's your um what's something that you I know you gave us advice earlier, but I wanted to ask you what what are your final words? Um I have to have you back on this podcast again, because there's so many more things I want to learn. I want to learn about the Chinese medicine part, Reiki. I mean, like I said, you're just like a vault of knowledge for me. And I'm like, oh my God, there's so many different, um, you know, things to ask you in different areas. And you just brought up past life. And now I want to
0: know more about past lives. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to be back. There's so, so many interesting topics to talk about. Yes. But
2: how would you... Um, I want to give people courage. And I think that you said it beautifully to lean into your heart. But And you said people were afraid. And mm-hmm. you also mentioned that it was like an illusion. If you could just elaborate on those um, thoughts for this podcast, that'd be great. Because I think that a lot of people struggle with the courage to kind of let go of you know like limiting beliefs and just like habits that are holding them back from you know going into a different direction that's more aligned with their soul purpose or just finding Mm. themselves.
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. So for me on my path, I think it's it really it was when I started working with my thoughts, because it, thinking is a part of being human, but it, it's not, we're so always like bombarded with messages and images and like over stimulated. So I think that one thing that is really important on this path is to get back to uh, your roots, your nature, the nature to be, I think a lot of uh, if we want to recharge uh, nature is really important because of course we're going to have fears and limiting beliefs because we're always constantly being like reminded of things that, that feed our ego to, to limit us. So we become limited beings and st- instead of being unlimited and eternal. And um this concept is if we look back in centuries of how also spirituality has been practiced like on a bigger scale it's been um certainly uh, also limiting so we have this coded in us that we we're we have to be in a certain way to be accepted we have to be a certain way to beloved we have to do certain things and look certain ways and become something all the time and in that in that uh, cycle of continuously struggling against your nature and yourself you lose you lose yourself and you lose why you are a, truly alive and what it means to be living right now so the, for me it's it's really been important so my very first practice was meditation before I did anything else and it was to be in silent meditations it moved on to yoga and it, it's not that it has to be exactly the yogic way of uh, meditating or or moving your body it's just about at least being guided into connecting with yourself and connecting with your body and uh, a little bit of disconnection from this um, monkey mind that is always thinking and overthinking. And I also write in the book a lot about uh, being, uh, having, for example, anxiety. A lot of people have fears and and worries about the future and that's connected with anxiety, for example, and um I think that if if you are if you have reached a state where or you have reached a point where you want you, you're consciously wanting to create change you've stepped a huge you've taken a huge leap just by having that awareness because most people don't and they live exactly. same way they their whole life so it's not about rushing either let the process uh, come in its time because even if if it feels like a lot of changes happening at the same time there will be so many more changes and it will evolve and sometimes maybe nothing happens and you're just very grounded and in into the things that are that you're doing and then you get reminded and back on your path we don't need to really struggle to walk our path we're already walking the path we should be we haven't done anything wrong or uh, because we can't change anything that everything that we've done has led us to where we are right now for a reason Mm -hmm. so with that uh, experience we can start unlocking and as I said before like just peeling one layer off at a time and just yeah, finding what, what modality uh, that resonates with you. It doesn't matter what other people are doing because I don't think there's one way to, to connect with what, what you're supposed to do or connect deeper with yourself. Just start listening to your own intuition, Ask for guidance and surround yourself with that which you want to create more of. You can't, you can't change your life if you're stuck in the same energy. Sometimes you have to move. Sometimes you have to go somewhere new. You have to like, um, shift something also physically, not just within yourself. Like Do something physically so you can shift on a bigger scale. Thank you, thank you
2: so much for your time, for all your words and wisdom and sharing the story with us. Um, I am already, I can't wait to have you back on. <laughs> <laughs> I to, to you again. <laughs> thank you again for this amazing episode and for sharing all this with us
0: thank you so much for having me and for, for being on my podcast as well I, I'm so happy that we connected and thank you for your work and everything that you do and your love and energy
1: ah, you're just
2: honestly the most humble and amazing person I'm so thankful for this connection I really am
0: thank you so much for listening I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you learned a little bit more about me Um, and I really recommend connecting with Serva as well as she's a human design uh, coach and she does human design readings so it's really a beautiful place to connect with her to learn more about your own blueprint and if you do have any feedback comments please share them and if you have time please leave a review on itunes it means so much to me and i read them all and yeah it brings so much love and and just motivation to my heart to continue doing the work that i'm doing so let's take a deep breath in through the nose and exhale out through the mouth and namaste